Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, it goes without saying that today is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I know I am. How about you? Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I won't take up a lot of your time today, but I do want to deliver the word of God to you. You know, we live in a day and time where mankind is setting up to destroy himself. And by doing so, he's going to take a lot of other unaware people with him. And I do not want that to be you. You see, that's why the traveling pulpit exists, to bring awareness to you so that you can go into the world wise as serpents, but gentle as doves. This is why the traveling pulpit exists, to teach you the word of God. This is not a podcast to entertain, to make you scream and shout, pat your, pat your hands or stomp your feet or, or, or scream to the top of your lungs. No, this is a teaching podcast. This is where you come when you want to receive the word of God that is sustainable in the day and the time that we're living in right now. This is the podcast where you can take your Bible and read along with. This is the podcast that you can know that you are hearing the truth of God's word in its entirety. Why? Because in this world, the truth is something we all want, but it is nothing that we want to hear. This is why we have the Bible. The Bible is the book that tells the sinner how to be saved. No man in his right mind would write a book about his own sins. Because men are so prideful that they would write a book about everything that they've done, things that they've accomplished, uh, uh, things that they've conquered, people that they've conquered, animals that they've conquered. They will talk about the things that they are good at, but the things of sin, the things that they are not good at, the things that keep them from being in relationship with the Savior, they will not write about. And that is why to some, it is not a believed book. To some, it is not the word of God. And to some, it is a denial, a flat out denial of existence of his presence in their life. But here at the Traveling Pulpit, this is what you're going to get. You're going to get the truth of God's word. You're going to get the opportunity to come to Christ on your own. You see, to do so, this is not, this is not where you come to be entertained. This is where you come to be taught. And this is what this podcast is about. And today I want to teach you about why the deity of the Messiah is such a threat to the world. Why the deity of the Messiah is such a threat to the world. It is such a threat to the world because we in the world need him. You see, the world does not need God. To the world, God is just a figment of their imagination. Someone that they can call on as if being a magical genie. 
someone that they can print on a T-shirt that says, God is my partner. God is my man. God is my my rock. You know, to them, God is something that they can put in a box. He is not a someone. But when you mention the name in English, the name Jesus, or when you mention the name Yeshua in Hebrew, the world has a problem with that. The world has a big problem with that because he is the one that you have to go through to get to the father. He said from his own voice that in order to get to the father, you have to go through me. And the world does not want that. The world does not want to hear that. The world does not want to be in relationship with that. And that is why the traveling pulpit exists so that you will have the opportunity to fulfill your relationship um, requirement so that you can be in relationship with him. You don't have to do what the world does just because the world is doing it. You were not made for that. You understand? You were not made for that. If the world, which is about to jump off the cliff, are you going to jump with them? Because the world is about to jump off the cliff. The world is doing things now to only hurt mankind, not help it, but hurt it. And what they're doing is they're labeling it science. Well, science didn't know that it was science until God woke it up. But then science combined with the downfall of mankind has now been used by mankind to try to prove, uh, uh, prove that the very God who woke science up does not exist. In fact, mankind himself now wants to proclaim himself as God through all of his intelligence and all of his worldly wisdom. He wants to proclaim himself as God. But one thing that mankind cannot do, he cannot be born of a virgin. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about why the deity of the Messiah is such a threat to the world because he was born of a virgin's womb. How is that possible? Over in the book of Luke, the first the first book of Luke and the 30 fifth chapter, the angel Gabriel came to Mary and told her how this would be possible. Mary was trying not to get out of it, but she was trying to make sense of it all. And Mary reminded the angel Gabriel that she is a virgin. How is that possible? Because I know how conception works. But the angel Gabriel explained to her over in 35 when he says the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. Therefore, a child will be born. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy Son of God. You see. Mankind at up until this point only sacrificed out of the fear of God, they were not sacrificing to relish God, to love God, to have relationship with him. They only did it to fear him. That's why, that's why it was a year, a year 
from sacrifice to sacrifice. They would take an animal, take it to the priest. The priest would sacrifice it, sprinkling the blood uh, on the altar. And that house would be atoned for for one calendar year. But there was no relationship. And that's what the father wants with us. He wants a relationship with us. And the only way that he can he can have a relationship with us is through his son. And the only way to get that 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 belief that we have is through the virgin birth. Now, Catholic churches still hold Mary in high esteem. But you have to understand when the the seed of a falling vessel, such as we are, we're falling vessels. When mankind ate that fruit that that contained no seed, the seed in mankind died. I'll talk about that next week. Mankind died, meaning the seed inside of him died. So, so every birth up into the birth of the Messiah, the woman was giving birth to the dead. How is this possible? Because every one born of a, of a womb has an expiration date. Myself, you, whomever in the world is living. Eventually, they have an expiration date because death will catch up to them. But Jesus, in his English name, as we come to know him, Yeshua, in his Hebrew name, as we rightfully should know him, he was born of a virgin, meaning he came from life, placed into a sinless womb that dead seed had not penetrated. And he was born into life. He follows that up over in John eleven twenty five when he is at the the repast of his friend Lazarus. Martha, Lazarus's sister, is very upset, and so Jesus reminds her. He says in uh, verse twenty five or verse eleven, he says, "I am the resurrection and the life." Whoever believes in me, though he dies, shall live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Then he asks Martha, do you believe this? So you have to understand that Christ went, came from a virgin's womb that was never touched by dead seed, which means that womb was sinless. Though Mary was a sinner, her womb had not been deadened by dead seeds. So she was not giving birth to death. She was giving birth to life. And see, this is why the world is, is his being threatened by the very existence of the Messiah, because the world cannot handle that. The Messiah was born to life to give us life. This is why he came because he is life and he wants us to have life and have it more abundantly in him, which is why he told Martha, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? You see, the womb that gave birth to the Messiah, he also had to go through the womb of death. Yes, 
our, our, our Savior, our Messiah had to be, had to be born from death. Over in Colossians 1 and 18, it, it speaks of his, his preeminence. 118 says he is the head of the body, the church. Remember what he told Peter upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. So Paul is writing the preeminence of the Christ, of the Messiah. He says that he is the head of the body. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead and that everything might be that, that, and in everything he he might be preeminent. You see, when Jesus was in the tomb for those three days, he was also in the womb of death. But he caused death to have the greatest labor pain no woman will ever experience. So on the third day morning, that that birth canal that the that the that the the child comes through a, a woman's womb and that birth canal of death had to give had to give birth to its own destroyer you see christ was reborn from death which is why paul pronounces him as being firstborn of the dead what i mean by that is muhammad came from a womb from dead seed he is no longer with us a uh, Buddha who came from dead seed from a woman's womb is no longer with us. You know, you, you see where I'm going with this? Every, every leader, every spiritual leader in the world who comes from a woman's uh, womb, but through the use of dead seed is no longer with us. But Christ, the Messiah is still with us and he wants that relationship with us. He wants us to know that he is alive and well, that he is the resurrection and he is the life that though, though, uh, whoever believes in him, though they die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believe in him shall never die. So do you believe this? That is what he wants you to know today, that he is the firstborn of the dead. He is the Messiah. He is the one that the world has a problem with because they can stand in chambers. They can stand in, 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 in buildings called the church and they can proclaim the name of God all day long and not have a problem. But if you come in there and you say the name, his English name of Jesus, or if you say his Hebrew name, Yeshua, you got a problem on your hand. And the days are coming when mankind will not be able to tolerate sound doctrine. When the ears will begin to burst and bleed because the truth of the word of God will come through like a thundering drum and they will not be able to handle it. But I am here representing the traveling pulpit to let you know that the truth of God's word is in this book. It is a book about how to be saved, how to have a relationship with the Messiah, how to save your soul. It's not through me. I am born of dead seed. My expiration date is not for my knowing. But I have one. But I serve my life in the Christ. 
and therefore I'm going to live. Not in this body, but I'm going to live on. My question to you, will you be able to? Is that something that 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 you can do? But I'm offering you that today. All of these other leaders, as I've said before, they're gone. They're not coming back. They're not coming back. But Jesus, Yeshua, he said that he would. And he gave us the signs. He gave us the seasons. He gave us everything we needed to know, to know when his return is. And throughout our years of living, we've seen signs. We've seen evidence. And though he has not returned on our watch, because perhaps we're watching, perhaps we should be out working. Perhaps we should not be bothered by, but in fact, uh, have be pressed down to telling others about the goodness of the Lord. You see, Eve and Mary suffered a great loss. But we, through Mary, have the opportunity to celebrate a great beginning. And it's not death, it's life. And it is offered to you today. Mankind is doing everything he can to destroy mankind. That is his nature. Man loves to destroy things. The first thing that mankind destroyed was himself. When he first stood before the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, knowing that if he ate the fruit and there is no way that you can prove to me that he did not know because he was told what not to do. But when mankind had the first opportunity to destroy something rather than destroy the words of the enemy that was talking to his wife, rather than destroy the conversation that was taking place, he destroyed himself. And from that man has been, man has been destroying himself ever since and has been happy about it. Man is not at his happiest until he is dead. He loves to kill things. So I'm saying to you, you have an opportunity to life. You have an opportunity to be in relationship with a resurrected savior who is the king of kings, who is the Lord of lords, and who wants to have a relationship with you. Will you give him that chance? Because the Bible sternly says over in Revelations 13, 12, 12 and 13. Let me go to it real quick. That. That every person, uh, 13 no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I think I think it is 13 where it talks about whose name is not written in the Lamb's book of life. They will be slain. But this is your opportunity to have that relationship to get your name on the scroll because so many people are choosing death over life because they think that it's easier. 
They think that they can save their jobs. They think that they can save their pension. They think that they can save their lives. Every person has an expiration date. So taking something that says it's going to prevent you from being sick or getting ill, that's foolishness. Because we all get something. Remember, as a child, when you got something year round, oh, that's just the, the yearly virus. That's just the stomach virus. That's just the head virus. That's, oh, I'm just suffering with a head cold. You didn't take anything for that. You didn't have to go to the, go, 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 go to, to a, a, a camp or, or a stadium or, or, or a health facility. No. What you did was you took grandma's or great grandma's remedy and you went and sat down somewhere and you let it pass. You let your system fight it out of your body because that's what your system was made for. But now all of a sudden mankind wants to give you something. You know what the government has given us all? They've given us a headache. But now they want to give us the cure to that headache. And in doing so, they want to give us some money for doing that. But I'm telling you, Jesus in his English name, Yeshua in his Hebrew name, he is the resurrection and the life. Mankind who loses their life outside of that will not know him. In the life to come, they will not know they will not be a part of that because they have no relationship with him. That relationship with the Christ will protect you in days and times such as these. It will. It No, no, no. Be in mind that we all no one makes it out of this life alive. No one makes it out of this life alive. Keep that in mind. Because we all come with an expiration date. All of us. When dead seed hit that live womb, it killed the womb. So the woman, though she gave birth to a live child, that live child has an expiration date on him or her. Such does myself. Such does everyone else. But Christ. He has no expiration date. He is eternal and he wants to have an re eternal relationship with us, which is why he said in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, but I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, so you shall be with me also. Do you want that? Is that what you want? Then that death rate that they're trying to put on people this day, it's only going to get worse. And as it gets worse, our relationship should get stronger. We have the opportunity to spend eternity with the Christ whose deity is a threat to the world. But it's up to you. I've made my decision. You have to make yours. And in doing so, I will hope that you reach out as an individual and ask him to come in to your life, to be a part of your life, to be the head of your life. It's, on, it's done through Romans 9 and 10, where it says, excuse me, where it says, oh, let me find it. 
let me find it. I'm sorry. 10.9. I'm sorry. Romans 10.9, where, where it says, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. My brother, my sister, doing this gets your name in the Lamb's book of life. Doing the things of the world will get it erased out of that. Yes, I said it. You can challenge me on that. And I will show you in Hebrews where that's possible. Where it says that if you know the knowledge and you keep sinning, you stand a good chance of losing that. But right here, this is the invitation to life right here. Confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. Though that this flesh may, may die off, this flesh may, may go away. There is a new body waiting for you in eternity. Where Jesus told Martha, do you believe this? I am the resurrection and the life. My question to you is, do you believe this? Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for allowing me to come and just uh, deliver just a few moments of what's on my heart. You know, this is not an entertainment podcast. This is not a hoop and holler podcast that will get you hype and shouting and then forget what I said 15 minutes after it's over. No, this is a podcast that teaches the word of God to you that it will be sustainable to you in your life where you can you look back and, and remember what was said to you on this day of how you too can have salvation for all eternity. I'm on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. I am also on TikTok at TPM 0116. I want to thank you once again for allowing me the opportunity to come and share with you the word of God, the message of the Messiah and how the, the deity of the Messiah is a threat to the world. For the traveling pulpit, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice saying, I love you. Let's do this again on the next Sabbath and goodbye for now.